ESPN Lafayette, the best ticket in sports. Great Scott! The Great Scott Show. And as they head into the final furlong, all of the other radio stations and radio hosts are left in the wake of a keen turn of speed by the Great Scott Show, the champion. With Scott Prather. Steal the show. On ESPN 1420 and ESPN1420.com. My man James Butler is going to be in studio soon. We got a lot of stuff to dig into today. Maddie Hudak will join us as well on the phone line about 8.15 this morning. How's everybody doing? College football playoff rankings, the latest ones, came out last night. There is no movement at the top. The same at the top. A lot of the thing about the college football playoff is week to week. There's a lot of outrage, and really, all that matters is what the very last one looks like. Now, I get it. You look at the rankings, and you start to say, "Okay, what, what is this? How is the rankings now potentially with all these hypotheticals going to end up being when all is said and done?" Georgia 1, Bama 2, Oregon 3, Ohio State 4, undefeated Cincinnati is 5th. Cincinnati is 3rd in both the AP and coaches. So Alabama is number 2 in the human polls. Alabama is number 2 in the college football playoff rankings. And Alabama right now is minus 130 to make the college football playoff. Am I missing something? Does anyone think that Bama is going to beat Georgia? Have you watched the two teams play this year? Have you? Alabama right now is plus 115 to not make the college football playoff. You can bet on it. And uh, I would. Look, they're, 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 they're playing Arkansas this Saturday. They're playing at Auburn. If they lose twice to Georgia, many believe, oh, well, they'll put them in. Really? You think so? I get it. It's Alabama. They're always going to get the benefit. But you now have two losses to the same team that would be in the college football playoff. You're going to set them up to play a third time a week later in a game that's winner take all or the season ends, even though they've already beaten them twice? Even though it's Alabama, that is a really bad look. Between minus 130 to make the playoffs and plus 115 not to, I'm taking the plus 115. Really? Other fans out there are saying, what's what's, what's the plan of action here? What if Bama loses a close game to Georgia? Maybe, maybe, maybe I'm being an idiot here. Maybe I'm assuming that if Bama loses to Georgia and they're 11-2, and two, that the college football playoff committee would actually put in an undefeated Cincinnati or wouldn't put in an undefeated Cincinnati.
Like to finish in the top four with two losses without winning a conference title and to have two losses to the team that you would then have to play a few weeks later in a college football playoff? What did Gary Barta said? Like, I can tell you that two, three, and four in an area where the conversation was a little bit longer. We didn't really learn anything about Bama this week. Continue to be impressed with the way they play on both sides of the ball, but there's a good conversation about where Bama, Oregon, and Ohio State should be placed. Now, that's not how he talks. That's just how I want to imitate him. Cool. I'm glad you guys had a long conversation about who to rank two, three, and four. Whoop-de-doo. Like, it, it... I don't think Bama's beaten Georgia. I don't. I keep saying two losses to the team. A loss to the team. They'd have a loss to Texas A&M and a loss to Georgia. Are you really going to put them in a game against Georgia a few weeks later? Winner take all for a team that went undefeated through the SEC and crushed everybody and reward a two-loss team when there's other undefeated teams going out there? If anybody can do it, it'd be Alabama. Actually, I don't think Bama is getting into the college football playoff. I don't. What do they have? They have wins against Ole Miss and Mississippi State? Those are their big wins this year? That's the big wins on their on their on their schedule. That's what the committee's propping up. I get it. It's Bama. I'm not even telling you they're not good. They're really, really good. Not number two good. No. So Georgia, Bama, Oregon, Ohio State. And Oregon's out of Ohio State because they beat them. Cincinnati's fifth. Michigan is sixth. Michigan State's seventh, even though Michigan State beat them. Notre Dame, Fighting Irish, number eight. Somebody asked me last night in an email, Scott, can Notre Dame get in? I mean, you talk about getting preferential treatment. I was talking about Bama. Notre Dame will usually get it because they're Notre Dame. First of all, you'd have to have Cincinnati Cincinnati lose a game. They'd need to lose to Houston in the American Athletic Conference Championship. Ohio State, Michigan, Michigan State, all those teams, they're all set to face one another in some way, shape, or form again. Could they jump two of those teams if they finish undefeated? Now, in that scenario the committee would have a problem because they'd be looking at the Irish with a loss and Cincinnati with a loss and saying, well, we don't want to put Cincinnati in because we're the playoff committee. We don't want to put a group of five team in there. But after all, Cincinnati beat Notre Dame. You really think the committee is going to honor a head-to-head result? Eh. I mean, they're not doing it right now. Right? So why would they do it, especially when it would benefit a group of five team? Michigan State beat Michigan. Michigan's ranked ahead of them right now in the college football playoff rankings, even though they have the same record and Michigan State beat them. So what makes you think it would be any different? Notre Dame would need a lot to happen, but they would have the committee on their side. Maybe a two-loss Pac-12 champion? Could they get in over them? They need Georgia to beat Bama soundly, which I think is going to happen. Georgia's beating Bama. 
I'm just telling you. I think for that final fourth spot in the college football playoff, there there is a number of avenues that lead to chaos. Indeed. ESPN Lafayette, the best ticket in sports. I'm Scott Prather. Phone lines open for you, 269-1077-337-269-1077. James Butler, former Rage Cajun wide receiver, former Green Bay Packer wide receiver, going to be in studio with me here in just a little bit. We got Cajun hoops for you on the air tonight, 630 pregame. Louisiana taking on Xavier of New Orleans. Tomorrow night, Louisiana versus LSU, women's basketball at the Cajun Dome, 6 o'clock. On our airwaves, 545 pregame. From college to the pros. Talk about Bama being overvalued right now. A good team, not number two. Not the standard that you would typically think of when you think of Bama as of the last decade. There is a team that maybe after Monday night isn't being valued quite as highly as they were. Rams were a heavy favorite in the NFC, a betting favorite to represent the NFC in the Super Bowl prior to Monday night. Rams have been getting a lot of love. Rams are a wild card team right now. The Rams don't the Rams have one signature win to their name. They beat the Bucks on a Sunday night, and he got a lot of folks excited. They lost to the Cardinals by 17. They got beat down by the Titans by double digits, and the 49ers manhandled them on Monday night. And, yeah, a lot of focus is on, oh, OBJ's there. The Rams have beaten a bad Colts team by three, the Bears, uh, Gino, a Geno Seahawks team, the Giants, the Lions, and the Texans. Now, what are they going to do? They might go out Sunday and, and win in Green Bay against the Packers and get everybody all riled up again. They're going to win some games because they got the Jags on the schedule. But outside of that, rest of their schedule, Seattle doesn't look like the same team. The Vikings are a weird team that could beat anyone on any day and lose to anyone on any day. But the Ravens, the Niners again, the Cardinals on the road, the Packers, I mean... Rams are going to be in the playoffs. But they're not going to the Super Bowl. Way too much love for the Rams. Start digging into their schedule and tell me you think they're a bona fide contender for the Super Bowl in the NFC. Really? Overvalue. Overvalue. When we come back, who's the most overvalued member of the Saints right now? We'll ask James Butler that question, get him very emotional. Looking forward to talking to James. Love having him in studio. A former NFL wide receiver joins me next to answer that question and more. This is the Great Scott Show on ESPN Lafayette, the best ticket. The biggest names in sports are talking to you every day on the Rich Eisen Show with me, Rich Eisen. I know. Every weekday from noon to three, right here on ESPN Lafayette, ESPNLafayette.com, and the ESPN Lafayette app. 
ESPN Lafayette, the best ticket in sports. Welcome back into the Great Scott Show on ESPN Lafayette, the best ticket in sports now, 103.3 on the FM, 1420 on the AM, streaming worldwide via the ESPN Lafayette app. For those of you listening via the stream, whether it be on your smartphone, tablet, connected cars, smart speakers, it is brought to you by Champagne's Market on the Oil Center. Champagne's going the extra mile. And as promised, joining me now, it's been a couple of weeks. Great man of the community, state trooper, former college wide receiver for the Raging Cajuns, former NFL wide receiver for the Packers. He said, Aaron, man, just give me a shot. And Aaron said, that's fine. I'm just not going to take a shot either way. Wow, good one. James Butler good is one, in the man. house. Good that one, was, man. That was, that was such a, wow, good one. Way to go, Scott. What you, what's the matter? You look down this morning. What's wrong? Nah, I'm good. Well, you know why I'm down, Scott. Let's not pretend like you know why I'm in such a crazy mood. Because I know you're going to come in here, you know, and you're going to talk to me about stuff that I'm very depressed about, you know, considering that. Well, there's one thing to be positive about. There's two teams, two things that I'm kind of a little, you know, depressed about this morning. The, The professional teams in New Orleans? Yeah. 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 Those yeah. teams. Yeah. Those teams. Yeah. Um, what, since you're already in a bad mood, let me ask you this. Who's the most overvalued member of the Saints right now? Wow. So you're going to start with that this morning. Overvalued. Overvalued. Who's the most? Because I was, I was ending the last segment. I, I feel like Bama right now is, is a little overvalued in college football because they're Alabama. I get it. I don't mean that it's not consistently the best program and all this other stuff, and it's Nick Saban. I just mean specifically this year, I think they're more like maybe the eighth or ninth best team and not the definitive second best team. I mean, they their two most notable wins are Ole Miss, Mississippi State. They barely beat LSU, barely beat Florida. Like, they're when they play Georgia in a few weeks, like, they're going to... I think so? you can already bet on it. Georgia's only a three and a half, minus three and a half. I'll take Bulldogs minus three and a half. Okay. Anyway, I was talking about overvalue. I feel like the Rams have been a little overvalued. Right. Now, Monday night might have changed to people's minds, but they've got one really strong win. But when, when you watch, for me, when I'll see a team on national TV, because like, I watch the Saints every week, but the other games, if I see an impressive win by a team on national TV, it can kind of mess with my mind. Because I remember them beating the Bucks week three, how good they looked. Then they lost to the Titans on national TV. Then they lost to the Niners. And so I'm like, all right. Let's look at their other wins this year. I mean, they've beaten the Lions, right. the Seahawks with Geno Smith, yeah. the Bears. You know, they got beat down badly by the Cardinals. So I'm like, eh, maybe not a bad team. You know, they're good. Like, yeah, but they're good, but overvalued. So anyway, that led me to tease the upcoming first question I was going to ask you, and that is who is the most overvalued player or what is the most overvalued aspect of the Saints right Okay, so – before I answer this question, can I follow up my answer with asking you a question? Of course. 
And it's a question that I wanted to ask Maddie too later on. But I, I just wanted to get your opinion on it. Maddie Hudak, writer, Saints columnist, will join us at 8.15 this morning. Is it unfair to say Michael Thomas right now? Or do I have to go to a player that's actually playing? No, you, you could, I mean, well, it's fine. You can do it. What's your explanation? I mean, he missed a big part of last year. He's out for this year. You know, I personally thought, well, I wouldn't be surprised if the Saints move on from him after this year. I know there's a lot of, you know, things we have to move and salary cap situations and all that type, but I wouldn't be surprised. But okay, I mean I don't know. The flip side to that is you see how poorly the pass catching has been on this team as a whole, and it's like, right. my God, how much do they? How much could they use him now? So the flip side is his value as at least when he's on the field is even stronger because of all this. Okay. Now there is a potential out in his contract after this year, though it would have some dead cap money. Um. There's it's it's different than if you waited another year and then cut him after that. All number shenanigans, but um, what about okay. somebody playing right now? Okay, somebody playing right now. Man, that's putting me on the spot, Scott. Somebody that's playing right now, man. Honestly. I want to refrain from saying this name because it's one of the questions that I wanted to ask you. Let's but, do it. Let's get man, into it. I don't like the way Lattimore is playing right now, man. I just don't. But he didn't play good Sunday. But specifically him, though. He didn't play because good Because here's my thing. They paid you the money. Cool. Deservingly so. But when we put you man-to-man -man against an unknown receiver, come on, man. Help us out. Like... You you putting us in a bad spot. That's kind of the story with him, right? You put him up against a good receiver, he puts him to sleep. You put him up against the no name, and it's like he but, goes to sleep. You're it's right. Like the opposite. It's aggravating. Though. It's like, come on, man! Like you're killing us right now. Like it's only you that's getting beat, and they're consistently throwing this guy the ball, and you're in man coverage. This is this isn't zone. This isn't you know. Now, don't get me wrong. They they did a couple plays where they kind of disguised them, and then they, you know, in like a bunch set, and he put the the first receiver to run a go. He runs right behind them, so Marshawn couldn't put his hands on them. They did that maybe twice, but all the other times, I was like, man, this is, come on, like I can go out there without running a route. I haven't ran a route in like maybe like seven years, and I probably I'm can go. You, out. you need to go try out for the team. How are you going to walk on? They called me, man. You know, so I just you just need to show up to airline drive on your day off. Just put a sign up and say, "Give me a tryout." Listen, give me a try now. At, at your size now, you're gonna have to do tight end. That's that's fine. I always wanted to be but a tight end. I mean, anyway. Adam Troutman, you know, dude. Okay, now nah, that that goes into <laughs> my next question. Well, three players, two position groups. I'm gonna give you the names and the groups. I want you to give me a letter grade, standard letter grade, like when grade school A to F of what I call out, okay? Now, I don't want you to be biased. I want you to, like, not be emotional, as you say that I okay. am. No, if you had if asked me this Monday, 
I, it took me it took me about forty eight hours to wind down. Me too. I'm, I'm fine now. I'm good. Me too. I'm fine. But I want you to look no, at you're this. Not, you're not fine. It's, I am it's, fine. I am fine. I'm fine because <laughs> the Bucks lost. I don't know. And all right, you all know, right. <clears throat> all right, give it to me. Okay. I want you to look at this from as if you're not a Saints fan okay. and you have to give an honest grade. Okay. Okay. Number one, Trevor Simeon. C plus. C plus. Okay, that's fair. Um, Marshawn Lattimore. For the whole season? For the, for, every, for the whole season. For the whole season. I'd give I'd give him a B minus. B minus? Yeah. Okay. Because def- he, he's 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 had like two really bad games, but the rest of the time he's been good. But the standard for him, you gotta grade him on a curve because you're you're right. you know, you're yeah. you're supposed to be one of the best in the league there. I don't know. I mean, if I'm, um, actually, if I'm grading on a curve, I should probably give Simeon a B. So let me start over. C-plus for Simeon. We're going to go C-plus for Lattimore. So I thought you were going to give Simeon a B, though. No, because I'm not grading on a curve. I've decided I'm just grading okay, straight so up. so both of them have Cs, right? Yes. Okay. C-pluses. Okay. C-plus. The receiving core. F. I figured you would go there. Yeah. I figured you F F plus F plus. Okay, um, the defensive line uh, B plus. With the exception of the the Falcons and Giants game, I, th- I think they've they've played above their above their expectation this year. Okay, I do. Last one. I think you have an idea of who I'm going to say. I have no idea. Adam Troutman. I'll give I'll give I'll give Troutman a, a C minus. His blocking has been really strong, and that's part of the game. The, the problem is his mistakes are in the absolute. You know what? I got I got to go D plus. I've been to pluses today. I don't like his facial expressions. When if you, you like, if you just mistake. if you didn't if you didn't know game situation, and you looked at his entire. The tape of his entire season, you'd probably you'd probably lean toward like C minus D plus because it's still the drops, it's still the false start. But good God Almighty, did they come at like the worst time? The worst times, man. And it's it's kind of like that Andrus Pete syndrome of yeah, man. I do some things good, but it ain't when anybody's watching. <laughs> and when I make my mistakes, they right. are just magnified. Because he, the weird thing is, I remember you know, they draft him out of Dayton, and it's like, okay, so he caught all the all the highlights. Like I didn't go back and watch film of the Dayton Flyers. I just saw the highlights like everyone else. All right. But I'm seeing all these. I'm reading. You know, I'm reading the scouting reports and all this stuff. You know, great pass catcher can reel it in. Needs to work on the blocking, especially for the NFL level. And ironically, he's he's a, he's a good blocker, except you know in the big moments like. The Giants game. Saints are cruising. Winston throws a deep pass. Kenny Stills touchdown is 21 to 10. It's late in the third quarter. Like, oh, this is over. Oh, no. Yeah. There's a holding. Or, I, I would, no, excuse me. It would have been 28 to 10, I think. Oh, no. Holding on Adam Troutman. And then the next play, what happens? Interception. Taysom Hill. Let's, let's put Taysom Hill in there, coach, and try to have him throw a deep ball, which just floats in the air and is picked off. They end up losing that game. That's the thing with Troutman. Whether it's blocking, whether it's the catches. I'm going to say it's not like he's just been an, a complete utter failure, but situational football, that, that's got to come into play here. And in the big moments, man, we're, we're going to go straight D.
He didn't even get D. a plus. Okay. He didn't even get D. a plus. Well, the thing with Adam Troutman to me, his expectations were extremely high coming into the season. I said it before the season as well. I said he's being way overvalued. And Jawan Johnson, I thought that his transition would give us like what we were missing with letting Jared Cook go. You know, a big body tight end, you know, used to play receiver, throw the ball up to him, he'd go and he's proven that he can do it. He's, he's, he's he hadn't been bad, yeah. He's not as athletic as Cook, but boy, when his number's been called unlimited time, he's made the plays. Now he had a drop Sunday. Cool. I'm I'm not upset with that. Because he's definitely Get shown line. that, and you know, <laughs> right? He's definitely shown that he can play. But I don't understand why he hasn't been in the offense anymore. Is it he don't he don't know the plays like that? They don't trust him blocking, which probably is the case. That's probably that probably has something to do. But with but I'm sure you can create packages for him. You know, to they be in to. the slot. They you know what I'm to. saying? They like I don't to. understand, but because you do that for Taysom, he was inactive. For the loss to the Falcons, because they, which which I don't know why they went with Garrett Griffin in the 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 I do know why they looked at that game and they said we're going to run it today we're going to run it a lot and if you go back and look at that game they ran it a ton in the first half but then it would be a penalty or a hold right. or a Troutman drop on freaking fourth and three that yeah. hit him in the hands and the chest and the knee somehow yeah, yeah. with yeah. no one behind him by the way because you might even freaking score on that play yeah. so you're getting me mad about Troutman so. I think they went into that game, we're going to run it, run it, run it, and they ran it in the first half, and then suddenly they're down multiple scores in the second half, and they had to, to, you know, toss that out the window. But, yeah, they could have used him against Atlanta. Listen, I don't want this to be a Troutman-like bashing day. No, this is for you to get that tryout. That's what this is about. Right, and I appreciate that. But I do believe also we have to start faster than we have been. I'm tired of these 14 points. Like, my heart can't take anymore. Like, it's like we start losing. It's like, oh, it's going to be one of those games. And then all of a sudden, it's like the team wakes up, and now we're on a comeback. And I've been really, I have to admit, I've been really impressed with the way Simeon has been poised, how he's, you know, put these drives together. Very, very, very nonchalant, just like, we're good, we're, we'll be okay. Yeah, like, he doesn't even seem rattled. He's like, all right, well. He looks, like, he looks like he'd play, he kind of looks like a distant Manning brother. You in think so? Face. I'm not talking about how he plays. But he looks like he would play Cooper Manning in a movie about Peyton and Eli yeah, Manning. Yeah, One thing I got to give him credit for, though, that I don't think a lot of people realize is he will stand in that pocket and take a hit and, and make the throw. Yeah, he, he, would, just, he would do he it. He just won't escape it, though. <laughs> no, he's not going to escape it. But he, he doesn't like the thing that I admire. It's not the thing I admire most about him, but it's one of the things that I looked at. He will stare defender down and, like, make the throw. Knowing he's going to take the hit, but he he doesn't flinch, he doesn't buzz. I'm just going to take, and I I admire that about him. Well, you've got uh, an average starting quarterback. Who's average? Simeon. I think he's an average. Oh, I thought you were trying to say my boy. You've was got average. an average starting quarterback with well below average pass catchers, right. and the result is, you know, the Saints losing these close games because they're. Everyone says the margin for error is so small, so small, so so small. I've I've been saying that as well, but they made tons of errors and only lost the last two weeks by a grand total of four points. Right. So 
Maybe the margin for error isn't super small, but as Sean Payton said after the game, oh, he was mad. Oh, yeah, he was mad. But they were they were asking him about you know all these errors, and when you have as many players missing as you do, and he just said that's hard to overcome if you have all your guys, right? And then he, you know, next question, and then he yelled at Cat Terrell. Yeah, I'm not seeing that. I was like, man, don't like, come on, man. Like we're all upset Kat, too. Cat doesn't care. She, she, she's. I, I I usually talk to her once or twice a year, and she's got all kind of stories of Peyton just kind of getting mad at her. And then, you know, the next time Man. it's fine, and she'll just keep asking the questions. She's like, what do you think? I'm going to give you the play, Cat? Come on. Yeah, yeah. Next question. Yeah. But, that, but but when I seen that, I knew that they they had some type of relationship. Because I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't he know who's the, asking the question. He knows the regulars. Yeah, he knows the regulars. I, I didn't take that as, man, he's just, you know, I, I took that as they have some type of relationship. And they know each other pretty well. Yeah, they know each other pretty well. And, you know. It's a it's a coach media type relationship. But Peyton can, I don't know, man. He's, he was, he, he's, he's not, he's not the rosiest oh, no. of coaches. Hon- honest opinion. Do you think Taysom would have gotten in? On its, um, I think. Look, I I don't know what I think they were. What I think they were trying to set up was the oh, yeah. Tim Tebow. Yeah, I think that was coming too. Direct, like, let me fake run and then do the little basketball shot pass to whoever the third tight end is. Maybe it's Johnson or hopefully not Trout. No, it wasn't. He wasn't in the game. I think he was. They went to the jumbo package on that. On that, he's in a jumbo package. What happened? Yeah, so, I think I saw him line up all the way at the end and then. Troutman, or 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 maybe the other end, whatever. They had three tight ends in, and I'm sure it was him, Griffin, and Troutman. What but, happened uh, to Nick? <clears throat> is he still not playing? Nick. What his last name is? Start with Nick. Yeah. Oh, I don't. I don't know that he was even active yet on uh, on Sunday. Okay. But anyway, I think that's the play they were going to run. I, it look it like. Tennessee was they were like oh they're running it here and they're they're all stacked up. Yeah. I feel like they were they were trying to run a little trickeration there. Oh no, Troutman false start. And let's move it back to the 7. Would you make a quarterback change at this point? No, no, absolutely not. Cuz you know a lot of people calling for that. I don't understand why, but Well, first of all, Taysom's not completely healthy. I mean, that that concussion there was a there was we're going to see the first injury report today. He might be on it. He, you know, I think he will be. I mean, Peyton alluded to it yesterday. Um, and Simeon, again, he's been fine. It's like, it's what I said earlier. When you've got an average starting quarterback, Simeon is a great third-string quarterback, a good backup quarterback, and an average starting quarterback. Simeon going to take us to the promise. When, you, <laughs> <laughs> but it's so when funny about what stop, I said. The, what, what did I say? When you say promise land, you mean the Super Bowl? He's gonna, he's gonna take us to the promise land. You know, honestly though, listen, Stop listen, it, listen. James, so, don't. so during, don't, can, I, can I explain morning. myself? Can I explain myself? During every my mom and my we have a we have a text message, like we have a group message, and I the the, the moment Jameis got hurt, and I seen Simeon get in the game, I text, I said Simeon gonna take us to the promise. <laughs> That's what I said. And they were like, come on, like seriously. And I was like, and I kept saying that he's going to take us to the promised land. So then, so we win that game. So what's the game after that? The Falcons. So we're losing like terribly. And I just put in the message, I'm like, Simeon's going to take us to the promised land. And he leads the comeback. So he's been playing well. So as long as he's playing well, I'm going to continue to say yeah, it. He's, he's, I don't want to jinx it. I you think know? he's, I think he's, and, and I think the protection, even without, 
you know, Armstead and... and, and Who's going to be gone next year? I, I thought the protection was... Simmons had his moments, I'm not going to lie. But you look at the protection in the last two games, It's I know he got sacked four times, but as a whole, from start to finish, it's not like it's atrocious. It's not like he's running for his life constantly yeah. the whole game. He's had the protection. Again, when your pass catchers are not good, you get lots of drops, and you can't... You're coming off of an all-time great at that position that everyone would agree could make average to below-average receivers look pretty good. But the thing is... Simeon can't do that. They would still drop the ball if Drew Brees was throwing to him. It's not like Simeon's putting in a bad spot. I I guess. I don't know. Maybe maybe the the separation is different. The playbook's wider. So maybe... You know, there's things that are different. Um, But no, he's... Again, he's, he's not... He is not the issue right now with this team. Now, you're one of six teams in the NFC with a winning record, but you've lost two in a row. You didn't have, who knows when you're going to get Alvin Kamara back. You got all the, you've got the Eagles, then the Bills on a short week, then the Cowboys. And win, and win. That's your prediction? They're going to be eight and four. Win, win. Listen. They're going to be eight and four. Scott, listen. All right. You cannot, listen. I'm Power of the tongue, man. <laughs> Power of the tongue. Okay, I'm not gonna sit up here and say we're gonna lose. I'm not saying that. You, you when act like you, you act like you're when, you have a when, spot on the roster. Win, win, win. You really think you have that? But see, that's dangerous. I'm gonna tell you why that's dangerous. Because then all the people, you know, they're gonna start saying, "Oh, the Saints. Oh, this is that. Sean Payton's doing a great job." And you know how we get once we start getting praise. From the outside people, then we start playing like like we didn't just win three games in a row. See, yeah, see this, so no. this is that's 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 such a typical mindset thing. Fans get mad when when the national media and I'll put that in quotes don't give their team enough respect, and then when they do, they're like, "Stop talking about my team, <laughs> yeah, man. man!" No, man, that's no, what happens. Real. That's what happens. Like you're you're gonna jinx this, but then you complain when they're not talking about your team enough. But, okay, honestly, though, like, we know Sean Payton does his best job when we're the underdog. We all know that. It, but it, the moment we start being the favorites is when They're I start not, to worry. No, you don't have to worry. With that roster. So I mean, we no, win the next three games, you think? Be, they will be favored against the Jets. They will probably be favored against the Dolphins because it's it's a home game. Um Maybe against the Falcons. I mean, a lot of these games left at the Bucks. The Bills, the Cowboys this week, they're gonna be they're gonna be a slight underdog. They're only a one and a half point underdog this week. And it's Philly and it's the Cole and Malcolm Jenkins gets to return home. That'll be he's he's gonna want to make some plays. I hope he makes a big play. I hope he has a big moment on Sunday. When um, Troy emails, he says, This guy has to be on the show for ratings because he says a lot of crazy stuff. Wow. He's what what did I say? What did I say that was so messed up? Well, first of all, he's he's complimenting you. The ratings. Yeah. But, but I'm not saying the it's ratings for ratings. are strong with with, with uh with I'm saying ratings. it's because I believe That's it. That's exactly why I bring you on the show. But listen though, what what did I say that's so messed up? Trevor Simeon brings to the promised I mean, land. I, I, messed up is is a relative term. I you know I don't agree with that. Um, I hope it happens. Look, I would side off right if the Saints get into the playoffs and get one win. I would I would I would get to live off of that for a while. Imagine if you got into the playoffs because with everything as just, as decimated as this roster is, 
I don't think they're going to the Super Bowl, and I, and I haven't, I'd never thought that. They get to the playoffs and like, what if they like beat Dallas or Tampa Bay in one game? That's the kind of victory that you could just enjoy for a long time. Maybe not the next week when you get eliminated, but like down the road, it's like, man, remember that? That was great. Like I'll, I'll take that right now. Listen, if we get in the playoffs and win one game, Scott, we're winning all of the no. games. We're not winning just one. I, okay. James, come on. Power. Listen, people, I want to I tell y'all something. Power of the tongue, okay? Your tongue speaks life or death. You have to speak positively if you want positive results. Yeah, okay? but that's, that's you. That's like personally in the things that you do. Like you're uh, but not on the I'm, team I'm just, yet. I'm just teaching right now. I'm you're just not teaching. On the team yet. I, I don't listen. I'm teaching right now. Okay, I'm just trying to teach people that what they say can come to light. I so I going to win the Powerball tonight. I'm okay, leave it. All right, I'm going to do it. I'm going to buy my ticket. But you're not really going to buy a ticket, though. Oh, absolutely. You're not going to buy I'm a gonna, ticket. I will send you a text of the ticket. I will buy a ticket. You're not going to buy win. a ticket. Of course Scott. I am. No, you're not, man. You're just trying to antagonize no, me. No, I will buy a and ticket. And that's fine. That's fine. I will buy a but ticket. But listen, though. Listen. I am not going to sit up here and say that we're going to lose. If we get to the playoffs and we win one game, we're going to win all of them. I, I, I'm buying a ticket. I'll, sh- I'll send all you right, the text. Not with, I'll, I'm going to cover up the numbers. But I'm going to show you proof that I bought it. Wait, so the next home game is against the Cowboys? Buffalo, Thanksgiving night. So we play, in, so we play Buffalo the at Saints, home. The Saints and then play Cowboys Buffalo, and then a week later on a Thursday night. Which I'll be there. The I'll Saints be there. play the Cowboys. I'll be there. And then two days later. Agent know. Field, yep. Sunbelt Conference Championship game are too many of – it's too much focus on that right now instead of – Liberty. A game that the Cajuns are currently uh, underdog in from a betting standpoint. We'll dig into that. Who's going to be the next head coach at LSU? The Lincoln-Riley rumors are still heating up. Is Billy Napier still in play? We'll discuss that as well. Matty Hudak no. coming up at 8.15 this morning. I always like Maddie coming on. She always seems a, a, she always seems excited and then somewhat puzzled by some of the things you ask her. Why do y'all come on, man? I don't want to do anything. No, that's a like good qu- just, that's a good thing. You you don't want to just throw softballs. You want to ask questions that really are you know provocative and make them think. Again, James is a compliment. Why are you so sensitive? Because I feel like y'all antagonize. No, me this I'm, come on. Because I say things that no one else will come on here and say. But these are things that I really believe, Scott. I know. It's like you're making fun of me. No. On a, that's why you bring me on here, because no. you secretly make fun Not of me and the things that, that I say. But I just choose secretly, to be the butt of the joke. I don't, I, there's no secret about it. <laughs> <laughs> don't go anywhere. Great Scott Show continues after this. This is ESPN Lafayette, the best ticketed sports. Wall Street traders, we come together on the subway cars, the first of the unified. What up, guys? I'm here to tell you about the DraftKings Sportsbook that's coming to Louisiana. I'm not talking about the fantasy aspect of DraftKings, which is awesome. I'm talking about the actual sportsbook because it won't be long until you can bet on all your favorite sports from the comfort of your own home. And to celebrate, DraftKings Sportsbook is giving customers $100 in free bets when you sign up before they go live. That's right. DraftKings Sportsbook giving $100 in free bets just for signing up today. No deposit required. It's bringing their experience as a leader in daily fantasy sports to the sports betting world and have created one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, 
DraftKings Sportsbook. In the meantime, while they're preparing to launch the DraftKings Sportsbook in Louisiana, you can play right now for huge cash prizes with the DraftKings Daily Fantasy Sports Contest. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code 1420 when you sign up because when you do, $100 in free bets to use on mobile sports betting in Louisiana as soon as it hits. That's code 1420 to get $100 in free bets instantly only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Gambling problem? Call 1-877-770-STOP. Must be 21 or older. Louisiana only. Availability varies by parish. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for full terms and conditions. This is the one place where you can really let the referees know exactly how you feel. This is NFL, which stands for not for long when you make them calls. ESPN Lafayette. ESPNLafayette.com. And the ESPN Lafayette app. Welcome back into the great Scott Show, ESPN Lafayette, Scott Prather, James Butler. We'll open up phone lines now. Phone lines are open 269 1077. 337 269 1077. You have a football-related question for a former NFL wide receiver like James Butler. He's all ears. It don't have to be football-related. It can be life-related. Life anything. It can you know, be, it can be so anything. Wait. Anything. Anything. It could be anything. Anything. You know, if you have life question, you need some right. advice. Dr. Butler. Therapy. Th- yeah, you know, that's Dr. what my grandfather, my grandfather's Dr. Butler. So, you know, I think I can, you know. I respect it. Take, take that role on. So, you know, if you have anything, just... And bring it to me, man, and I'll try to answer as greatest, you know. How would you how would you diagnose yourself? What like what I had to diagnose myself for? Like I don't, I get don't it. know. I'm not I don't need, you're the doctor. I'm just as a truth teller, a person that knows what he's talking about, mm-hmm. a person that is constantly being talked about by someone who I thought was my friend that just brings me on the radio just to make fun of me, you know. So I guess you go on another radio show? No man, you're talking about you. Talking about me. And then, and then on top of that, then you you, you you tweet this picture of me and you, you know, as if we're like we're friends, you know, just just <laughs> to not... set me up, just to set me up. But that's fine. Right, no, but I'm, I'm getting off. Of, I'm getting off. I'm the genuinely subject. hurt right now. I thought we were friends. Listen, I'm hurting like the Dolphins are hurting for wins. But anyway, I just want to throw that out there. I don't know why I said that. Big win. I don't know. I don't know why I said that. I just, you know, it just flew off the handle. The Dolphins, they're coming off a W. Nothing, man. I just heard a little birdie say something about, you know, my ability to say things on the radio. And apparently this person is a Dolphins fan. So I just want to just. Troy? Yeah, Troy. In fact, Troy emailed. He's talking about things you said. He says, you, you mentioned Winston would be MVP. Okay. Let's, let's break that down. From 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 everything that I've said, what type of season was Jameis Winston having? Can I let me finish the email? Okay, go ahead. Winston is MVP. Okay. Saints going to Super Bowl. Okay. Saints winning next three games. Okay. Saints not winning just one game in playoff. They winning it all. And then he put, Should I go on? No, you don't need to go on, Troy. My boy James has got plenty more. Scott, listen. Well, Troy, if you're listening. If the Saints win the next three games, you have to call up here first thing in the morning that I'm on, and we need to discuss this, and you need to apologize for trying to make fun of me through an email, okay? If the Saints win the next three games, I just want an apology. Now, don't get scared if they win the first two. Don't get scared, okay? Because if they win that third one, I need you to keep that same energy. Call up here first thing in the morning, and we need to discuss this, okay? Okay? 
That's all I have to say, man. But like I said, you know, if you have any questions, call up. It don't have to be sports related, you know. I had I have a psychology degree. You get emails, you know, so I, I can you I really? can. Scott, man, see how you treat me this morning, y'all. No, do you really like, like as if I can't? Do you really like? Oh, I, I didn't, didn't know, know. I didn't know, man. That. This man here, bro. Like, uh, come on, man. That's do nice you really stuff. have a psychology? I didn't know. I didn't I, think that was possible. I didn't. No. See, now you just putting words in my mouth. I, I, I didn't Your know facial that. expression when I said <laughs> that true. was like, oh, did, oh, that's did he? Was, that this, I mean, this can't be possible. That's not. This that's this true. cannot be possible. It's not. That's not at all. Not at all. This is guy. I study. You know, I studied. You're right. No, you know? you're great at your job. You know, I studied in in college. You know, I didn't have my grades put in for me. Are you? you are know? you? Are you insinuating that some did? No, but so a lot of people think that. You know, a lot of people that I I say what my degree is too. They're like, I, oh, well, I'm. See, per- but I'm your friend, despite you saying that I'm not. Scott, I, I'm questioning that right I now. I thought you were a criminal justice major. Scott, I'm questioning that right now. You're, you weren't a criminal justice major? Oh, you want to hear the story? Here's yeah, the story. Yeah. Okay, I, I, really, I am. I wasn't trying to be rude. I really, when you said psychology, I was like, oh, I, I, I thought it was something else. I, I, I did. It I, was impressive. I, I, I learned crim- something new about my dear friend. I was. I appreciate all. that, man. But I, you know, yeah, I, I have a criminal justice degree, and I, when I went to graduate, the my counselor told me I had like six more credits to graduate in psychology too, so. I could have had two degrees if I'd have stayed like for one more semester and took like two classes. Oh, so you didn't get a, a psychology? I mean, basically, I do. I just got two more classes, you know. So I mean, that's why I said that. But that's like saying the Saints won the last two games, but they lost. Uh, I guess, by man. Two. I guess, man. I guess you know if that's what you want to say. No, you know? I just see you. Somehow <laughs> you turn in to you twisting the truth into me somehow being a bad friend when I Look, was man, genuinely listen. excited. Um, uh, Troy wants to know what he gets if you're wrong. An apology? I don't know what he want me. What he want me to do? I haven't been wrong yet, so he, he I'm says not... you haven't been right yet. It's I mean, kinda... The only thing, the only thing you haven't been right about yet is the Jameis Winston thing, and that's not gonna that's not gonna happen. That you know, we didn't know he was gonna get hurt. So, but didn't you? Didn't you think? Didn't you? I feel like at one point you said the Saints were gonna like go undefeated. Or something. I didn't say that. I did. I probably did say that. <laughs> you know, I probably did say that. You know, I, I probably did. I don't, I don't remember. I it probably was, did. But it was just in a in a in a momentary state of excitement. That's all. The Cajuns. Let's let's talk about your alma mater for a minute. They're hosting the Sun Belt Conference Championship game on December fourth. You got a senior game before that. You got a game at Liberty this week. Liberty's won 15 straight home games. Sheesh. So I've seen some back and forth on social media. The fan base is really excited about hosting, which is awesome. You need to pack Cajun feel right. all of that. Right. This week's game's getting lost in the sauce a little bit. Now, I have no idea what the players and the I, I know Napier's totally focused on that and, and everything else, but you don't want to throw a you don't want to throw a blanket on the excitement, right? But you also want to remind everyone: there's you got a chance to to win another game, to do. Th- you're already on a on a on a school record what nine game winning streak, so now you got a chance to win ten games in a row. You're ranked in the top twenty five of the AP and the coaches. You beat one of the better G five teams. You got a chance to do all that this Saturday. So where's the focus on that? So let me ask you because I don't know how 
the conference championship stuff works because when I played, we didn't have that option. Um, yeah, there was there wasn't a, a conference championship game. So I don't really, you know, and it would have been cool to have something like that to be excited about. But I guess on the flip side, I get to be excited about it as a fan, as a former player. So the, I just want to know if we somehow, some way, let's just say, we go out there and lose. You know, will we still be in the conference championship, or would that? Oh yeah, affect- this, you're talking about either of these last two games, right? If we lose both of them, will we no, still? Yeah, be- you still host it no matter what. Okay, so how would you feel if they like go out there and win, but then the last game they like rest the starters? No, you, and stuff? You, you mean play backups against ULM on Senior Day? Yeah, come Absolutely on, man! No like they're, they're terrible, dude. Like no. we'll let you, we'll, we'll let you play. This we'll let Levi play the first two quarters. After that, we yank you, man. Yeah, if you're winning by a lot, sure, but this isn't. This is the NFL. You're not resting, people. You're trying to win every single game. You're trying to finish ranked in the top 15. You're trying to... You think they have a chance to finish the top 15? Absolutely. If they win out, if they finish 13-1, and one, you know, and beat, like, potentially a, a, an undefeated UTSA team in a bowl game, which is a possibility, you do that, you're, you're definitely in the top 15. So, you were 15th last year. Right. So... Let's talk about Coastal Carolina for a second. Did you foresee them losing against Georgia State? I thought it was a possibility. You're missing your best player. Your quarterback's gone. He is undoubtedly the best player on their team. He was leading the NCAA in passing efficiency, mm-hmm. yards per pass attempt, yards per pass. He was the Stunbell Conference Player of the Year last year on offense. I I I didn't like I didn't pick it. I didn't pick the game. Period. But right. I wasn't I wasn't surprised they lost. No. <clears throat> so it's it's for sure going to be Appalachian State. Appala- App State's still going to you. I, I didn't want that. Well, yeah, I, I think for that. content reasons and excitement, it would have been. Yeah, Coastal versus UL would have been, a, but it's it's still. This guys, is going to be a more difficult game to me than Coastal Carolina, to be honest. Absolutely. In my opinion, Absolutely. in my opinion, I think this is the more difficult game. Well, I see. But what about this game Saturday? This is a difficult game. Man, the Cajuns okay. will be favored in the conference championship game. They're not favored in this game Saturday. Now, again, this is betting-wise, but that tells you how the public's looking right. at it. You know, it's interesting. Last point. Coach Napier has never once brought up a point spread. Coaches don't look at them in terms of, I'm going to bet on it. That's not how they look at them. And right. Most of the time, the Cajuns have been favored. They weren't favored against App State earlier this year, and they won 41-13. to 13. Right. Maybe that week he mentioned to them, hey, we're an underdog here. He mentioned to me in our conversation on Monday on this show, you know, we're we're a four-and-a-half-point underdog. Just kind of slipped it in there, and that's not – that's that's him. So that means he pays attention to it, though. So. Well, when it, when it benefits him, when he's trying to get the team focused, yeah. right? It's like yeah. all this excitement of we're hosting a conference championship game, that's weeks away. Yeah. Like you got Liberty this Saturday on the road, a team that's won fifteen straight at home. They're favored. Whatever you can do to get your team in the mindset of you're an underdog here. Like people think mm-hmm. you're going to lose. Whatever it takes to kind of get that focus. The next week, what's the focus? Gonna, hey, they're going. He's going to call it a rivalry game. He's going to say this is team in the state. You know, we can't lose. It technically is a rivalry. I mean, game, but whatever, whatever he can use to fuel them before the conference championship game, they're going to have no problem coming out fired up on December 4th. Yeah, for sure. Do they come out focused and fired up Saturday and a week after? I hope they do because... They need to. Um, I would love to finish in the top 15. Like, that would be great for the program. 
and great for me just, you know, talking trash to a lot of people. So, um, all right. Before we get, we, we, we're, we're out of time this hour, James. I got two emails. Okay. First of all, one's from oh Kirk. Oh, my gosh. Okay, one's from Kirk. Kirk, Kirk, what are you saying, man? Kirk's Come a, on, Kirk, man. Kirk is a regular listener. He's awesome. Okay. He says, y'all are sounding like the two old Muppet guys that sit up in the balcony on Sesame Street. That's cool. I, you know, I appreciate and on that. The Muppets, yep. That means that mean we have, you know, I thought we had. Let me just throw it out there. I thought we had a relationship where, you know, I come on here and we can talk as friends. No, we but, are friends. You just lied to me you, about, like, your academic prowess. I didn't lie to you, man. You did. I didn't lie to you. Okay, I, my my right, my you, major was psychology, and I switched it to criminal justice at the last second. Okay, the last, that's not. True. That is true. So the UL game notes had it wrong every year that you played in terms of your major? I switched it like towards my senior you year. You said the last second. That's like the last second. You're just, you're, all right, it's okay. All right. Uh, your senior year? I'm, I'm, I'm Towards my senior you year. You said the last second. That's like the last second. You're just, you're, all right, it's okay. All right. Uh, your senior year? I'm, I'm, I was just, I was impressed. Because I didn't know what well, I wanted to do let's in psychology. Put it to use here. This comes, this email comes to us from Jude. He says, James, as an expert in the field of psychology, what kind of diagnosis would you give Scott? There clearly is something wrong with him. Wow, that's a good question. <clears throat> that's a f- <laughs> He'll have the answer to that when we come back right after this. This is ESPN Lafayette, the great Scott show. Don't go anywhere. DraftKings Sportsbook is coming soon to Louisiana. It won't be long until you can bet on all your favorite sports from the comfort of your own home. To celebrate, DraftKings Sportsbook is giving customers $100 in free bets when you sign up before they go live. No deposit required. DraftKings is bringing their experience as a leader in daily fantasy sports to the sports betting world and created one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, DraftKings Sportsbook. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code 1420 when you sign up. And those who sign up right now will get $100 in free bets to use once mobile sports betting hits Louisiana. That's code 1420 to get $100 in free bets instantly. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Gambling problem? Call 1-877-770-STOP. Must be 21 or older. Louisiana only. Availability varies by parish. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com Sportsbook for full terms and conditions. ESPN 1420, KPEL Lafayette. ESPN 1033, K277DQ Lafayette. A Town Square media station. ESPN. ESPN. Lafayette, the best ticket in sports. Great Scott! The Great Scott Show. And as they head into the final furlong, all of the other radio stations and radio hosts are left in the wake of a keen turn of speed by the Great Scott Show, the champion. With Scott Prather. Steal the show. On ESPN 1420 and ESPN1420.com. Everybody, welcome into the eight o'clock hour. Scott Prather, James Butler, ESPN Lafayette, the best ticket in sports. Short opening segment as we've got Maddie Hudak coming up in ten minutes. So uh, the email from Jude that you know James Butler is is Jude? here. Oh, you talking about the one? Yeah, he asked you to diagnose me because oh, you, okay. you claim okay. to be an expert in the field of psychology. Man, okay. Um... I say bipolar disorder. 
Don't don't make jokes now. No, for real, because you know, you you treat me as if I'm your friend. You know, you tweet pictures of me and you on social media. You know, you text me, ask me how I'm doing. Like you're genuinely concerned. Because I am. And then I get on here and you just annihilate me and just treat me as if like I'm a nobody or if I'm not like a regular guest. And that really hurts my feelings and it's really unfair. Okay, I'm sorry. How have I annihilated you? Making fun of the things I say. How how What's something I've made fun of? First of all, it all started with the Beastie Boys thing. I'm not going to bring that back up, but that's the first thing you did. I didn't even make fun of you in the moment. I only piled on after you opened the door to the fact but that the many fact of that your you did co- it. Are your coworkers not your friends? But did you do it though? Well, yeah, but friends bust each other up for fun. Come on, but it hurts my feelings. Okay, I didn't and know I that. told you it hurts my feelings. So you, you're telling and me I'm now. openly telling you it's hurting my feelings, okay. and you continue to do it. Okay, nah, I'm playing. Sorry, I had to let you hear that guitar riff from Elvis Presley. There, you that's what that's from Elvis Presley. <laughs> Is that who else from for real? No, it's from the Beastie Boys. Okay, I mean, I didn't know. I mean, it's just a guitar player. <laughs> you want me to say? Like, I'm not an expert. Yeah, y'all see this, though? Y'all see this? Like, this is what I'm talking about, man. Like, you don't have to do that. All right. Ice Cube coming in hot. I'm in charge of the music next time. Next time we come on here, I'm, in, I'm making all my cut-ups, and not I'm happening. in charge of the music. Not happening. Why? Because you just don't want to hear my music? I'll That's messed you, up. I'll give you... <laughs> I'll listen to your music after the show. What would it be? What kind of music would you play? R and B. All right, old school. Little Key Sweat, Anita Baker. You oh, you going old school? Yeah, you know. Right. Are you surprised by me saying that? Not at all. I mean, come you on, like, man. You, what about you? Have some old PM Dawn tracks? I don't even know who that is. Oh man, I've heard of them, but I've, I don't think I've heard. Die without you. I can't do the like breathy R and B thing, but there's some there's some good ones. I I don't I liked the R and B from like the nineties. Right. I don't know current R and B at all. Yeah, but the old nineties R and B that was like it was it was played a lot more on like pop radio back then. I yeah. feel now you don't you hear mainly rap and hip hop. You don't really hear R and B on right on those you know that kind of station. But back when I was a kid, it, they played a lot of R and B. Yeah, so I'm coming and I'm making my R and B cut ups. Okay, well you can listen to it during the commercial breaks. But you can play your BC Boys on on the radio for right, your cut-ups. Yes, but I can't make my cut-ups when I come on, on and your, play. On your show, you can. All right. Well, look, it's funny you say that because I had somebody talk to me about getting my own show over here. So, you know, y'all be on the lookout for that. I'm playing. I, ain't, <laughs> I, ain't I would love for you to have your own show, but your, your schedule does not permit it. Yeah, it wouldn't be. I mean, maybe in the future. You know, I right. do it. I'm, I'm, dead. I'm open to it. Y'all need to have me on when you and Norman are on, though, because I think he's hilarious. I like, I really do. Like, I have to follow him. The stuff he says on Twitter is hilarious. Like, he gets the memes. He gets like the stuff he says. Like, it's 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 he'll, great. He'll be on tomorrow. ESPN Lafayette. Let's take a quick phone call before we welcome Maddie on board to this madness. Good morning. Welcome into the show. Uh, you said uh, you're not familiar with a uh, PM Dawn song. Oh my gosh! No, he, no he's not. He's just asking you. I'm he's not, man. I'm not. Uh, let me ask you this: Have you seen uh, Boomerang? I have seen Boomerang. I have. That's one of my favorite uh, movies, actually. Okay, okay. So if it's one of your favorite movies. That means you should know scenes. Remember the scene when um, he left the uh, uh, Robert Gibbons character. I'm sorry, Holly Berry character. And he was all alone, 
Yeah, that song, uh, Die Without You. And then that then that light. Oh, I do remember yeah. that. And that light came on that, at the that, tower. Yes. Yeah, yeah I that, do know. Yeah. Dawn song. Yep, you're right. Man, see, I appreciate that, man. It's a great song. You know what? What's your name, man? Jay. <laughs> Jay, Jay, you're a real friend, man, and I appreciate hey, you. Hey, hold on, hold on. You know what you can do for me? If, you be real, if I ever uh, get caught on my phone again, if I'm on the interstate or if uh, on I-49 or if I get a ticket, I'm going to say, hey, I listen to you on Scott Fake the show. <laughs> <laughs> All, <laughs> All right, man. All right, man. That was cool, man. I appreciated that. I appreciated that, man. I, You know, if I could get more phone calls like that rather than, you know, people saying that I sound crazy. So if you get really more phone it. calls where people just are asking you to play I'd Die Without You by PM. Man, you know what's crazy? I actually downloaded song. that song because of that movie. I have that song on my phone right now. I, I can't pull it up. Let me see if I can pull up on my phone here. <laughs> this is great radio right now. <laughs> hey, man. You know, it, it's a good balance when you can talk about sports and other things, you know, it's pretty cool. I'm oh, before oh, we, I finish, right, go ahead. I have to say, rest in peace, Darzell Washington. That, I forgot about that. That is actually what I was going. Remember how I said I need to ask you oh, something during yeah. the break? Rest in peace to, to my former high school uh, teammate, uh, teammate at UL. Rest in peace, man. We love you. I just he, wanted to uh, say that. Former Razor Cajun linebacker uh, passed away tragically late last week. And I didn't know that if it had been reported yet or not, but I knew where he was from and where you were from, and that's what I was referencing earlier yeah. off when we were coming in. I was like, oh, remind me to ask you about something. So, uh, yeah, very sad. Very yeah, sad. man. Um, last time I seen him was maybe right before COVID hit, and we were somewhere, and I was just talking to him, man, and it was a great exchange. And... um you know, we was happy to see each other because it had been a while. Like I said, I had been knowing him before we came to you. I was actually his host when he uh, was thinking about signing with you uh, the first time before he decided to go to Texas A&M. Um, so, um, great guy, man. Just unfortunate, you know. All right, we'll take a time out. We'll come back. Matty Hudak will join us right after this. This is ESPN Lafayette. What up, guys? I'm here to tell you about the DraftKings Sportsbook that's coming to Louisiana. I'm not talking about the fantasy aspect of DraftKings, which is awesome. I'm talking about the actual sportsbook because it won't be long until you can bet on all your favorite sports from the comfort of your own home. And to celebrate, DraftKings Sportsbook is giving customers $100 in free bets when you sign up before they go live. That's right. DraftKings Sportsbook giving $100 in free bets just for signing up today. No deposit required. It's bringing their experience as a leader in daily fantasy sports to the sports betting world and have created one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, DraftKings Sportsbook. In the meantime, while they're preparing to launch the DraftKings Sportsbook in Louisiana, you can play right now for huge cash prizes with the DraftKings Daily Fantasy Sports Contest. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code 1420 when you sign up. Because when you do, $100 in free bets to use on mobile sports betting in Louisiana as soon as it hits. That's code 1420 to get $100 in free bets instantly only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Gambling problem? Call one 877 stop Must be 21 or older. Louisiana only. Availability varies by parish. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for full terms and conditions.
Welcome back into the Great Scott Show. It's ESPN Lafayette. Scott Prather, James Butler. We uh, had scheduled to have uh, we were scheduled to have Maddie Hudak on with us. Maddie, um, feel a little under the weather. Not sure if we're going to have her on. Waiting to hear back from a text, but uh, I think she lost her voice. It's hard to do radio segments, James, when you don't have a voice. I agree. It's unfortunate. You you had like twenty loaded questions. You were ready. Yeah, because as usual, I have a bone to pick with Maddie. You know. Oh, let's. I mean, she's not here. She backed out. So what was it going to be? Now I have a bone to pick with you. <laughs> now all the attention turns to you. Your friend. <laughs> I thought this person was my friend. I don't know. Maddie is your real friend. You wonder why? Because Maddie actually interacts with me on social media. I interact with no, you. Don't. No, you don't. No, you don't. How many times have no, you, you don't. No, you don't. Directly tweeted me. A lot. I don't see. I'm not. Social media is not real life. I mean, I actually text you. It is real life. I text you. I don't need to tweet you to be like, James, how are you feeling? Is life okay? The last that's text not, I got not, from you. The last text I got from you was saying, hey, man, come on the radio. If you don't, I don't care. <laughs> that's not true. If you true. don't, I don't care. Like, that's it's not, up to you. You know that's you know? not. See, now and you're lying. Again. What I lied about the first time. Oh, man. Where do we start? 18 after the hour. Uh, full, phone lines are open. 337-269-1077. 337-269-1077. Who is going to be the next head coach of the LSU Tigers? Come on, man. I put this question up on our ESPN Lafayette Facebook page this morning. And our internet um, is moving slowly here, but... Joe Brady. It's not going to be Joe Brady. Why? I'll, I'll tell you in a minute. This is this is what we have. Um, we got 19 different responses. A few of them are just jokes, so I won't read all of them. I'll read the ones that were... No, read here. the jokes, too. I want to hear what the jokes are. Lincoln Riley. Okay. Uh, under Pressure... Lane Kiffin, mm. I can't see LSU giving Napier a crack at an SEC gig just so he can polish his resume for Alabama. Okay, uh, someone That's a else good point. says Bud Kilmer. Who is that? Someone else says not Billy Napier. Someone else says Al Pacino. Okay, uh, that's a good a, one. Deion Sanders. Mm. Someone said better than the last two. Okay. Uh, Kevin says it should be Aranda, as in Dave Aranda. No idea who will end up with the job though. Uh, Daniel says, fired within three years. Uh, someone else says, Kevin O'Shea. Here's another Lincoln Riley. Cole says, Billy Napier or Mel Tucker. We Mel got a Tucker, Brian yeah. Kelly in there. Uh, someone put Les Miles. <laughs> <laughs> Why is that funny, Because uh, uh, it's obviously a joke. Someone says, Dave, Dave Aranda. Yeah, uh, Les ain't coaching every Dave Aranda. So that's really, that's uh, really a possibility. Someone said, uh, Luke Fickle. Brett said, Jerry Baldwin. And uh, and then someone put a picture of someone, and I don't know who it so is. So Dave Aranda is a is a big possibility. I I I don't know about a big possibility. But they're looking at it though. I think I think when folks bring up Aranda and Brady, you're still trying to chase the magic of 2019. That's how I look at it. But I mean, can you blame that though? They were there for one year. How has the offense looked in Carolina under Joe Brady? Not too, not 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 great. I wouldn't say it's been atrocious. I mean, it's not but great. come on, man! Like you know, Sam Donald, 
Last year, too. Like what? what Teddy is, Bridgewater wasn't playing bad last year. Carolina's offense was not ranked high. It's been he has been at best an average offensive coordinator. He had one great magical year in college football. wasn't even the OC. I don't see a guy in his early thirties going and becoming the CEO of an entire program and managing all of that. It might be the Nick no. Saban effect. Maybe he's not good in the pros. Maybe his forte is college football. Well, but Nick Saban was good as a head coach in college football. It wasn't like... I mean, you got to start somewhere. Yeah, but like Saban spent two years in the pros and spent has spent like 40 in college. Joe Brady has spent one season in college football as a passing game coach. You have to start somewhere, man. Favorite, no, he's... Not I can't believe a, you got me on air. Like talking about, he's who, not. It's not gonna be Joe Brady. They're not even. They're not even LSU coach. They're not even like the, the powers that be. There aren't even considering Joe Brady. Mel Tucker. But you say that he's about to sign an extension with Michigan State. The, so the, I, the the reports are uh, Mel Tucker's about to get a huge contract extension because they want him to stay. Correct. But, now, now that was reported last week, and mm, it hasn't happened yet. I say one thing though. One thing that'll be cool about LSU signing, um, getting Mel Tucker to be the head coach, he's probably going to take Jay Johnson with him. And I think that'll be cool that that was my offensive coordinator in college, and now he's the offensive coordinator for LSU. Cool. But you're a former Cajun. You're going to suddenly root for LSU? If no, I'm not. No, I'm so, not. No, I'm not. <laughs> so it's not that cool. But I just, you? you know, I, I'd like to see him get those opportunities because I like them as a coach. He Here's what happens a lot of times, too. I'm going to go off on a... Short tangent, but okay. bear with me. Okay, we're used to that. Between, yes, anyone that listens to the show is. Between 2010 and 2021, over an 11-year span, FBS schools committed over half a billion dollars to fired coaches in football and men's and women's basketball. Okay. Now, where is that coming from? The agents. How do the agents do it? They get schools to increase buyouts because schools don't want their coaches to go anywhere. They get their coaches raises constantly because, well, Mel, you're doing doing pretty good here. We're we're number seven in the country. Oh, LSU wants you. We we don't want you to go there. Boom, raise. Was he their first choice? We may never know. Jimbo Fisher has, you know, his agent has finessed tons of money from schools. Why is his buyout gigantic at A&M? Like, and yet for, for, for Fisher, the buyout is only one-sided, where if he wanted to leave, he wouldn't have, they wouldn't have to pay the school a dime. But if right. they fired him, they would owe him like $50 million. Like, they finesse these schools into out of fear. You're going to lose this or you're going to lose that, and so you have to do it. Even Coach O, like, he deserved a raise after – the perfect season because it was a perfect season, but like it didn't have to be that big. He already told you this is his dream job. He's never going to go anywhere ever. So who are you negotiating against? Yeah. And then year after year, the numbers just get higher and higher and higher and higher. And now you're in a situation and to an extent as well in college basketball and stuff like that. So when you end up having to fire a coach, you owe them lots of money. And in some cases, not everyone on a coaching staff also has buyouts, but some do. So it's not even just a head coach. So you've committed $568 million schools have paid 
for people not to coach at their school between 2010 and 2021. And I would say 10 years from now, this next 10, 11 years, that number is going to be even higher. So if Mel Tucker went and got a raise, it's going to pay him $7.8 million a year to, to stay at Michigan State. Good for him. But I, I still don't think a raise would stop him from being from coaching LSU because that's the next step. Like, well, it depends what the buyout is and everything else. Maybe he, you know, maybe he just likes where he is. I still think maybe you go nine and three at, at Michigan State every year. Like, you're not going to get fired. You go nine and three, eight and four at LSU. Your seat's hot. Yeah, but that's that's one of those things where you spoil them with the great season that they're having right now. I don't think they want to accept anything else as nine and three every year. You know, it's kind of like that effect when 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 Hub was going nine and four every year. Like after the fourth year, it's like the fans were like, "Okay, now, nah, like come on now, nah, like we can at least and go then, ten and three. And then they and then it was four and eight. You know, you see what I'm saying? But and that was the year after you were gone. I want to point that out. Well, if you want to get technical, it was the last year that a bustle recruit was on the 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 team. The I just want to throw that out there. Shout out to. You know, Richie Falgu, shout out to my boy Ross Goodlett. The reason why I'm trying them out because I just talked to them not too long ago. So I just want to shout them out. But, yeah, that was the last time a Buster recruit was on the team, you know. So I just want to throw that out there. I don't take it for what you want. Lincoln Riley seems to be doing good at Oklahoma. You think that's a possibility for real? Like for real, for real? I think think it's a possibility. I think it's more likely he remains at Oklahoma, but he'll get a hefty raise out of this. And I think that everyone's that's saying, oh, you know, Billy Napier wouldn't do this, wouldn't do that. I, I, I don't know what Billy would or wouldn't do. I'm just here to tell you that there is interest in Baton Rouge in Billy Napier. Yeah, to be the yeah, head coach. yeah. Okay. And that's coming from more than one person over there. Doesn't mean it's going to happen, but don't act like there's no interest or, or, oh, no, they would never, they would never hire a coach from you. This isn't 10 years ago. This is an AD that does things differently. Yeah, man. Um, I say this: it'll be unfortunate to see him go, but I'm not suggesting he is. I just you're, yeah, you're yeah, in no. this hypothetical. Yeah, hypothetical. You know, it'd be unfortunate to see him go, but the type of man he is, the type of coach he is, man, I'd be happy for him. I'm not gonna go as far. I know what you're about to say, and I'm not gonna go as far as say that. But you know, the type of man he is, man, you have no choice but to root for him. So it's like. Would I be upset? Yeah, because I want to see my program continue to win, continue to climb and be on top. But, you know, as for him and his coaching staff, like I said last time I was here, I have nothing but great things to say. They deserve nothing but the best. So that'll be, I'll, that'll be I'll awesome. I will root for Billy Napier wherever he is his entire career unless what if he, what if he it's beats, the Atlanta Falcons. I was just about to say, what unless, if he becomes the head coach of the Falcons? Unless it's the Atlanta Falcons. Oh, no, and I'll, I'll, I'll tell him that to his face. He's earned my respect enough from like, I will root for you wherever you go unless it's the Atlanta. Of course, he'll, he would be like, well, I'm not going anywhere right now. What if the Falcons sign me tomorrow to play tight end? Oh, please. Will you not root? This is a true friendship moment. No, I ain't rooting Which, for you. Wow. That's, man, what if they see, sign me? See? What if they sign me, James? I would root for you, you man. No, you wouldn't. I would root for you, You would man. root for me? Yes, I would. If I, if they hired me to be the head coach of the Falcons, yeah, I'd be like, you know Falcons? what? You know, I'd be like, you know what? You're lying. Shout out Look to the Falcons. you're lying. You're lying. You're lying. Yeah, I can't. Lie. There's no way I can, Hell, I can no. try to hide that. No. I would not root for you, dude. There, there, I, certain, I there are certain lines in a friendship you don't cross. <laughs> 
So imagine my frustration when Boris was playing for him, and I had to watch that, this. And he played well in the preseason. He did. I thought he was going to make the team. He got Boris hurt. Yama. Yeah, I know. That's okay. He got hurt in reds <laughs> doing the bench press, and he didn't want to tell him. Oh, man. He was going to make the team. Dude, he, he had like double-digit tackles in one of those preseason yeah. games, and it was like best-case scenario, put together good film, they cut you, mm-hmm. another team signs you. No, but he was with the tools, then though. then you can remind everybody how good you are and that that dreaded franchise yeah. cut you. That would have been the best-case scenario. But he was running he's with doing the all tools, right. he's, a, he's a doctor. He's yeah, doing okay. He's a doctor now. Shout so. out Boris Anyama, former yeah, Asian man. Cajun. Former Ricky Bustle recruit. Ricky, hey, man. I don't know if y'all realize, though, but the bus recruits, you know, came and turned everything around, man. You know. Bottom of the hour. All right, let's head to the phone lines, 269-1077. Got a couple of lines lit up. Good morning. Welcome into the Great Scott Show. Hello. Hello. Hey, what's up? So uh, the LSU search, in my opinion, is coming down to Dave Miranda and uh, Billy Napier. Billy Napier probably has the lead. I'm going to say he has at least a 60% chance of getting that job. And everybody else is using the LSU job to do exactly what you were just talking about, Scott. They're using it to drive the price of coaching up everywhere else. So it's a, it's a, it's a good deal to have if you're an agent to have a job like that available so you can, you know, early in the year, so you can drive everybody else's salary up. Makes for a nice season for all the coaches. And all the agents. Yeah, but there, there's no way that uh, Mel Tucker is going to sign an extension with Michigan State and then turn around and no. leave him to take another job. That's no. just not going to happen that way. Uh, you know, these coaches have a – overall, not all of them, but overall most of these coaches have a lot more integrity than the, than what they're given by the media – and when Jim Bo Fisher says he's not leaving Texas A&M, he's not leaving Texas A&M. And you can use one example to say how 500 other people are going to make a decision. You use a sleazeball like Nick Saban to say, oh, all coaches lie. But that doesn't mean that all coaches lie. It's so that's, that's you know, the Lincoln Riley says he's not coming. I believe Lincoln Riley is not coming because they, Oklahoma's probably going to give him a big fat pay raise to stay there and not come. And being the guys building a new house and got a lot of stuff, irons on the fire, I'm pretty sure he, he would never be welcomed back at Norman, Oklahoma ever again if he took that LSU job. <clears throat> so they're just, you know, there's some things, you know, coaches having a lot more integrity than, by and large than they're giving credit by the media and their fan bases. And uh, I think that, that that puts Scott Woodward in a situation where he's down on his list and he's gotten to Billy and he's gotten to Dave Aranda and he has to make a choice between one of those two guys. Those Either one of those two guys would be an excellent coach for him, but you know they're going to get you know, they're, they're just going to get bludgeoned to death by the fan base and the boosters and everybody. The, the system is going to try to chew them up. And, uh, you know, but if they're strong enough, they, they'll they survive. 
with their character, and hopefully they'll, you know, be able to produce enough wins to keep from getting fired, you know, after a year or two years or whatever. But LSU's headed for a lot of hard times, no matter who they pick, because of the way that their fan base is. You know, like y'all were talking about Michigan State's fan base being spoiled rotten. No, Michigan State fans are Detroit Lion fans. Uh, no, I, it was the opposite. I said they, is. yeah, they're not, they're not spoiled. Uh, yeah. No, well, I didn't hear, well, I didn't hear the, I heard James talking. I didn't hear your re, re, No, no, we were in agreement. You, you stay yeah. at Michigan State oh. and you could go nine oh, and three oh, yeah. every year and they're, you're great. You're in yeah. a good spot. They'll be thrilled. Yeah, they'll be thrilled to go nine and three or, you know, I mean, they're not going to sit there and, you sure. know, get their expectations. Got, uh, they're not going to expect a national champion Every other couple, year. couple That's other good. lines lit you up, know, but, Kyle. Go ahead and wrap right, it up, my friend. Chief. Thank you. All right, let's stick with the phone calls. Welcome into the Great Scott Show. You're on with me and former NFL wide receiver James Butler. If you have any uh, psych- psychology questions for him, he's also answering those this morning. Wow. Hello, how you guys doing today? How you doing, man? Okay, man, I just got, I, I caught on a little bit later and they were talking about Napier and may possibly one of these head coaching jobs somewhere else. Um, I'm not too sure he's ready to jump anytime soon in the first place. But one place you, that could be interesting for him um, is, wasn't Maggard, uh, the, uh, uh, didn't he work previously at the University of Miami? Um, if I'm not mistaken. I, I, maybe a long, long time ago. I don't I don't. Well, they, yeah, they just, so the reason I'm bringing it up, because they just fired their athletic director. Oh, and man. Napier's name popped up on the screen as one of the possible replacements for Manny Diaz originally a, a few weeks back. So it could be a two-for-one type deal where he might possibly, if Maggard were to jump, uh, that uh, Napier might be the coach that he would try to bring along yeah, with him. Cause I, I, I'm sure I, wouldn't, I wouldn't bet on that, but to your point, that has been brought up in the past as well. I know when stuff happened at Tennessee, there was some worry among some Cajun fans of – well, a package deal, right? If you hire the AD, then maybe you could go with them. Um, but I, um, yeah, I don't, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't bet on that. But I definitely understand, you know, I definitely understand that that line of thinking. Okay, well, thank you very much, guys. You have a good day. Uh, yeah. I think I'm. I don't think that's. I don't think that's going <coughs> to. I think I'm, and I don't. I, think, I don't. I don't think, for the record, I don't. I know Maggard spent some time at Florida State and Kansas State. I don't think he ever, and of course Missouri. I don't think he's ever been in Miami. I'm just more shocked at, and I guess it's, I don't know. Well, I'm I'm more shocked that we're even having this conversation because it's like these are real scenarios that's, that's going to, you know, take place once the season is over with. Like moves are going to be made. And I think I'm more taken back because as a fan, you know, you don't want to see it, but you know it's inevitable, you know, so it's it like. It might not be this season, though. Right, it might I mean, not be this I, I hope season. not. You yeah, know. I, I, look, you're an alum and you're passionate about your school and the team you played for in college. Um, when when Billy Napier was hired, and he was somewhat of an unknown, the the goal when you hired him was, if all goes right, at some point. He won't be fired, but he'll be coaching elsewhere. And that's right. never happened at UL, yeah. in UL football before. Um, and that's – many feel like that will happen at some point. Who knows? 
Maybe it will. Maybe it'll be in a few months. Maybe it'll be in a few years. Maybe it'll be in 10 years. Maybe it won't happen. I don't know. So we got to be the Arkansas State. But that conversation is going to continue to be out there when you have a lot of success. And when you're a coach, a good coach at a G5 that's ranked in the top 25, that's going to happen. Why? Like, what happened to the coaches of, like, Cincinnati and Oregon and all that? Why are they in the conversation? Did they sign extensions or something like that? Um, Cristobal, I don't know. Luke Fickle, I think I think a lot of it, too, has to do with sort of your regional base where you've had some success, where you have the most relationships with high school coaches, where your staff, if you're going to keep most of your staff, where are their most fertile recruiting grounds? What area of the country do you know best where you've had the most success? I also think everyone tries to rank the best coaching jobs in America. And it's always, oh, you know, BAM or Ohio State or Notre or whatever. And I think that question, I think it's a fair question, but I think it, it's, it's not as simple as that because it depends on what coach you're talking about. Like, is the coach more, is it an offensive mind that uh, is built more on let me slug it out? Where is their success? Is their success in recruiting O-linemen and playing run-based football? You know what? They also recruit in the Midwest. They're from the Midwest. Man, Wisconsin, that's a good job for them. <coughs> Wisconsin might not be a top-five job, but if you're a really good coach, a really, really good coach, let's say a top-five quality coach, and that's been your mo as a recruiter and as a play caller well suddenly wisconsin's a top five job for that coach does that make sense right, yeah and so i think a lot of it is based on personality and where you've had a lot of success there's maybe a few coaches that you stick them anywhere and they're going to have tremendous success i i think based on where they are what part of the country things like that that's that's there's a lot more to the question of what's the best job and coaching job in college football because it's cyclical and it depends on who's asking and who you're asking. Right. You know what I mean? I, I agree. 39 after the hour, Scott Prather. James Butler, he's going to make some predictions when we come back. Talking about predictions for NFL games? Oh, yeah. So you're talking about like the time I got all of them right and then I came back the next time and you said you didn't remember. Um, oh, well, you, no, but you you didn't get all of them. I, 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 what? Are we you serious? Will, we will, I will absolutely keep tabs. Yeah, time. keep tabs of this. I will, I will keep it on record. Well, you already know what I'm going to say about the Saints and Eagles, so you might as well already. You, dude, you said the Saints were, I asked you about the next three games, you said 3-0. and uh, Yeah. There will never be, first, first of all, there will never be a time where I ask you a prediction for the Saints game where you don't pick them to win. And that's okay, but like, I don't even need to ask you. You're always going to say, oh, they're going to win. They could be down to... Scott Prather at quarterback, James Butler at tight end, and Jay Walker at center, and you're picking the Saints to win. Just, just throw me the ball, man. That's it. Just throw me the ball. Just throw it up. Just, just quick, a quick little, and let me just go to work. All right, that's it. We can start working out after we get off the air. Hey, man, I'm going. Go I'm get going, our tryout. I'm going to run right now. Go man. Make it you happen. Don't go anywhere. Great Scott show continues. NFL predictions and picks when we come back. What up, guys? I'm here to tell you about the DraftKings Sportsbook that's coming to Louisiana. I'm not talking about the fantasy aspect of DraftKings, which is awesome. I'm talking about the actual sportsbook because it won't be long until you can bet on all your favorite sports from the comfort of your own home and to celebrate... 
DraftKings Sportsbook is giving customers $100 in free bets when you sign up before they go live. That's right. DraftKings Sportsbook giving $100 in free bets just for signing up today. No deposit required. It's bringing their experience as a leader in daily fantasy sports to the sports betting world and have created one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, DraftKings Sportsbook. In the meantime, while they're preparing to launch the DraftKings Sportsbook in Louisiana, you can play right now for huge cash prizes with the DraftKings Daily Fantasy Sports Contest. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code 1420 when you sign up. Because when you do, $100 in free bets to use on mobile sports betting in Louisiana as soon as it hits. That's code 1420 to get $100 in free bets instantly only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Gambling problem? Call one 877 stop Must be 21 or older. Louisiana only. Availability varies by parish. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for full terms and conditions. Great Scott Show, ESPN Lafayette, the best ticket in sports. James Butler is in the house, former Green Bay wide receiver, former Raging Cajun wide receiver, my friend, even though he tries to act like he's nah, not. Don't try to backtrack now, man. I'm not backtracking. I'm, I'm doubling down on our friendship. Doubling down. All right, you ready for your, uh, your week 11 picks, which you... You claim which I got right last time. But you claim you got everyone right. I'm listening. All right, we're not. We won't. We won't even go against the spread. We'll just we'll just go straight up. Okay. Okay. Thursday night. This is an easy one. You know how I'm pick next. Um, Patriots Falcons next. Colts at Buffalo. I'm taking the Bills. Where's the game played at? It's in Buffalo. Colts are soft. I'm taking the Colts. Okay. All right. Ravens, Bears. Ravens. Road team is the one I'm announcing first every time. Detroit at Cleveland. After the Browns just got punked by the Patriots, 45-7. to Lions coming off of their first non-loss of the season. I like what a Dan tie. Campbell's doing, man. A I, I tie. love what Dan Campbell's doing. They're probably going to finish 0-15-2. I'm taking the Browns. Who are you taking? You going to take the Lions? You going to take the Lions? Go ahead. I hope you do it. Take the Lions. I'm taking the Browns, man. Oh. Yeah, I'm taking the Browns. All right. The Texans and the Titans. Taking the Texans. Are you really? Yes. Why? Because I think they're going to win. Why do I need to win at Tennessee? No, you don't have to. But I mean, we are on the radio, James. I think folks, that's that's a bold pick. I think folks would love to hear your perspective on why. Because I think. Why do I have to say? I don't think. I don't think the Titans are that good, man. Honestly, okay. Like I think. I think. If the Texans watch the film, the Saints pretty much exposed on how you can beat the Texans. Texans aren't good. Your former team, the Packers, at the Vikings. You know there is only one team in the NFL that has led by seven points 
in every single game this season. That's the Packers? The Vikings. You serious? Yes, in every single game. Now, they've blown a lot of games. The Vikings are weird, man. They're 4-5. and five. But they're a good team, though. You That's know, like, they've lost know. by four to the Cowboys, by three to the Ravens. They barely beat the Lions. They've lost, you know, they beat the Chargers. Like, they're just, they are the most up-and-down team. And outside of a loss to the Seahawks back when Seattle still had Russell Wilson, every one of their games has been a one-possession game. So, this game will be closer than many are anticipating it to be. And it's in Minnesota. Vikings. I'm, I'm taking the Vikings, too. Dolphins, Jets, couple of juggernauts. Dolphins. Okay. I'll take Miami as well. The Saints at the Eagles. Come on, man. I told you not even bring this up. All to right. Me. The Washington football team coming off of a, a 10 point win against the Patriots this week traveled to Charlotte. For the Panthers, who now have Cam Newton, Cam yep. Newton back. Dang, man, I didn't want that to happen. All right, I'm taking. Uh, I'm gonna take Carolina. Okay, I'm. I'm a, you know what? I'm gonna take the Washington. For, no, I, no, no. I, I, Chase I, Young. Chase Young's out for the year now. I'm gonna take Carolina. No, I want Washington to win, but uh, okay. Oh wow, some objectivity from one James. All right, what San you, Francisco like, what, at Jacksonville. I'm taking. Jacksonville's playing good football. They're playing. Again, grading them on a curve, they're playing better than you would expect them to have played the last few weeks. So you're not. I think. There. I think um, it's a long Trevor road Lawrence trip for San Francisco. Long road trip, short week. Yeah, they kind of. You know, they're coming off a dominant win. Are you trying to like make me pick Jacksonville? So no, you can pick I'm San just. Francisco? It's just called analysis, James. Where are you going? I want to pick Jacksonville just to pick them. You know, okay, but now nah, I'm, I'm gonna take San Francisco though. Oh, okay. I mean, you got to go out on a limb sometimes. Cincinnati and Vegas, two teams that were doing well and as of late have not been. I'm going to take hmm, – That I think this is the toughest pick. But you know what, though? I'm going to take uh, – I think I'm going to – where's the game at? Cincinnati? I'm Vegas. in Vegas. If it's in, in Vegas. Vegas. Um, I don't know, man. Vegas just looked so bad against Kansas City, man. Horrible. It was Horrible. It, it like they weren't even like competitive, you know. Yeah, it was it was an awful Sunday night game. But you know, Cincinnati has lost to the last. Remember, they beat the Ravens forty one seventeen. It was like, oh my god, the Bengals. Right. They followed that up with a loss to the Jets and a forty one to sixteen loss to the Browns. They're coming off a bye. I'm taking the Raiders. Who are you taking? I'm gonna take the Raiders. Well, man, we're not. I mean, what are we? Okay. Uh, Dallas and Kansas City. Kansas City. All right, I'll take the Cowboys. James will take the Chiefs. Arizona at Seattle. Is Kyler Murray playing? I don't know. That's why it's a tough pick. That's why it's a tough pick. I'm going to take Seattle. Because I think A.J. Green is out, too, even though he's not a deciding factor. Because they have Christian Kirk and they have... If Kyle, this one, let, you know what? You want to just take this one off the board since we don't. Because if Kyler Murray plays, the Cardinals are going to win. If he doesn't, they're going to lose. And so we don't know that yet. Let's okay, just take this one fine. off the board. That's fair. All right. Pittsburgh at L.A. against the Chargers. So it'll be. Ooh, that's going to be a good game. It'll be a home game for the Steelers because there will be a lot more Steeler yeah. fans there than Charger fans. Yeah, that, that, that's going to be a good game. Um, 
Man, I'm going to go with the Chargers. Okay. I am as well, unfortunately. And then Monday Night Football, the Giants at Tampa Bay. Giants. All right. I'll take the Bucks. James will take the Giants. All right. So you are basically guaranteeing a perfect slate here. I mean, I did last time. We have four games where we pick differently that will decide bragging rights. Improve absolutely nothing, and everyone will forget about it. Yeah, no one will remember. Unless you. If you win, you will you will not let me forget about it. Basically, ever. Man. James will come visit me on my deathbed, hopefully when I'm, like, really old, and he's going to be like, hey, <laughs> week 11 picks, 2021. He's going to give me the old DX chop sign. Yeah. Just boom. <laughs> And nah, then we'll man. have a laugh because we'll be friends still, right, James? Why do you keep bringing? Like, because you, I, you, you, you got you, me worried. You were talking earlier how you 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 don't think of me as a friend. You use the friend word so loosely, man. That's not it's, true. It's almost as if you really consider me as a friend, and you know you you <laughs> come on, man, stop. And you tweet a picture of me and you at the Cajun game as if you know. We're the best of friends and stuff. I mean, I didn't say best friends. People retweeting it and stuff. And, you know, I just. Nobody's retweeted it. Dude, I ain't going to lie. If I can, if I can, I think the greatest picture you posted on Twitter has to be when y'all were trick-or-treating in your son's, <laughs> in your, your son's face. I when just, I was I, watching the game yeah, on the phone and, and your son, Williams picked it off. Your son had this face like. I'm just ready to get candy. Like, this man is over here watching this game. I, I just want to get some candy. My son was I'm not I'm not much of a day drinker, James. Unless I'm on vacation, I'll have I'll have some drinks because it's vacation. I was so angry after that game Sunday. And I started like arguing with people on Twitter. I'm like, you know what? I'm logging off. Yeah. I'm gonna play with my kids. Yeah. And I gotta drink some beer. Yeah. Because I need to relax. And I drank I mean, I only drank four beers, but I've never drinking, drank beer that fast before <laughs> as an adult, like ever. And Man. my son was like, Dad, like, why are you, what are you doing drinking all this beer? I'm like, son, when you're, when you're of age, it's not good to get drunk, but sometimes you need to drink to relax. You don't want to get to, and he's like, well, what's drunk? I'm like, well, that's when you drink too much and, it, and you start, it, 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 I, then I realized I was in way too deep of a conversation for a six-year-old and it was all and i just i blame that i mean it was just that saints game man and he he was worried about me and he went and he like made me a like an art project and it was like i seen that a saints i was like yeah that was pretty cool it it made me like i had to look in the mirror i'm like man i don't want him to be like so worried about me when the saints impact me this way but that was the most frustrating like i'll get i'll get like upset after a saints loss or Depending on how or when, but that's that's about as mad as I have been after a Saints loss in a yeah. long time. Well, look, it was that kind of game. Well, look, um, I, I, and it's kind of quick segment. Like, why beer though? Like, no whiskey, you know, nothing like that that'll really you know help you relax. No. Beer, beer, beer. Come nice. on, man. Nice and cold. Not Jack Daniels. No. no. Tito's. That's too that. hard, man. I'm not, trying to get, hard? I'm not trying to get wasted. Dude, you sip it. You don't drink it like I, it's I a, could. I wasn't in a sipping mood. I was too neurotic and moving too quickly. But that's why you have to sip during the game. I can't. I don't want to do that. I was on a plane watching the game. I would be. I would be. Oh, I tried to do that weeks ago and it didn't work. You got to buy the internet. You no, have to no, buy. no. I did that, but I was not in a. It was not the nationally tell. I couldn't see it. They were showing another well, game. I was very what, mad. What app were you using? 
I was using like the Fox app and the yeah. direct stream and all that stuff. None of it. It was no, it was United. I was very mad. It was very mad. It was the first the Saints Washington game was the first Saints game I did not see either on TV or in person in the twenty first century. And I had brought a hot spot. I had got a VPN to try to adjust yeah. my location. I thought yeah. I had all the tricks. Yeah. I didn't. Well, actually, I was I, very I, mad. I found a way. I ain't going to tell you my trick because I want you to figure it out on your own. Is it legal? It, how can it be Diabetes, illegal? Diabetes, high blood pressure, anxiety meds. Everyone's That's on That's a commercial. I guess it's time for us to leave. All right, man. You may even Shout have out to y'all, man. I hope you have a good 